standby passengers, see me at the podium of your city center. Non-Rev Lounge is a travel and aviation podcast. Monique, Laura, and Tyler are three friends that work for a major airline as gate agent, flight attendant, and ramp worker. During this podcast, they will discuss using their flight benefits to travel the world as well as talk about things that happen at work. They have guests on almost every week to share their travels and stories, leaving tips on the best places to travel or things to do. Enjoy. Welcome to the Nonner of Lounge. Welcome back, everyone. We have all three of us here today. Whoop, whoop. How, how's everyone doing? Good. I'm doing good. Yeah, it's good to be back. Yeah, it is. Enjoy it. All right, so today's guest was recently, until recently, a co-worker of mine, and now he's in Lara's group. Woohoo! When I first started working around Larissa, she was always kind of this cute girl, but she was I was kind of intimidated by you. She always had her hair pulled back, and she was always really quiet. And And then about a month ago... We ended up working around each other in the back room, and our friend Lisa had said she needs to talk to you. Or she has a question about nodding, or she she loves to travel. She talked to her, and so we got talking. And I think we just got back from Germany, and I was excited. And you were like, "I don't like Germany." You remember that? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like Germany. <laughs> but we got talking about all kinds of different trips, and I was like, "Oh, she's really cool and really nice." And so I need that. We need to have her on the show. And then you disappeared. And I assumed it was part of the bid. Cause, you was know, it because you were weird? That's probably true, too. <laughs> but I was, I'd been looking into so I could say, hey, come on the show. And it was just didn't see you. And then I eventually reached out and said, you know, come be on the show sometime. And he said, oh, I'm a flight attendant now. And I was like, oh, very cool. But, but it was nice that you were able to meet up because you're going to be in Chicago now. I'm going to be based in Chicago. I just finished training a week ago, actually, a I week graduated. Ago. Yes, congratulations! That's exciting. Thank you. It is very exciting. Have you had your first flight working then? No, I had my in dock on Monday. What does that mean for people that aren't flight attendants? Uh, so basically, you go to the base and you get introduced to everything that's flight service. Okay. Um, Did they my, give you the door codes? The door codes. Okay, then you're in. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm in officially. And Thursday, it's my first official day so i'm waiting to see what what i'm gonna get on the thursday because i'm unreserved so i'll get a a trip or i can be uh, on call or standby so what would your if you could go anywhere to start off your very first one what would you want to do i would love to go international international yes does that happen very often because you, you told us before we started you're number four from the bottom i'm number 400 and I have four more people behind we'll, we'll me. Blow you. <laughs> so you're probably going to be like Toledo. Probably. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm dreaming of, oh, yeah, of uh, Cancun, layover, long layover in Cancun, in Cancun. So I don't know. Well, we that's the thing see. with reserve though. You never know, right? You never know. And Chicago is a really lovely base for international. It's got Greece. You've got, got Europe. You've I got, think I, we, we have, have like four or three or four to, just to London alone. Don't we have, do we do Tel Aviv out of? Uh, not yet. We have Athens, Rome. See? London, Dublin. Well, that's right. Dublin. See, that's lovely. Yeah. Oh, way Paris. Cooler yeah, way cooler. Yeah, Paris. And I think there's more flights coming. Very cool. Yes. So I'm excited. So, yeah, it's exciting for you. That's better than working on the ramp if you can deal with people. Definitely better than working oh. on the ramp. <laughs> <laughs> are you going to get a place there in Chicago? What are you going to uh, do? My family is in Chicago, oh, so okay. I'm moving back home 
basically. Yes. Awesome. So you'll have a you'll stay with your family. Yes. So I'm I'm here in Phoenix to grab some things and to move back to Chicago. I have another month for the apartment. The lease is going to end by the end of May, so I have some time to move. That's a good time to get out of Phoenix. Yes. Right about now. Right, right for the heat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you lived here with your sister Alina. Yes, I lived here with Alina. She's moving back to. Good. Because we both moved on 2019, and she got a job here. I got a job in Chicago, so I had to go back, but she stayed here. And then I got my transfer in Phoenix, and for the past year, we've been living in Phoenix, me and her. She's been here for like three years, I think. Yeah. Are you going to, you have a car here? I have my car. Are you going to drive it back or are you going to make her drive it back and say, oh, we'll see you there? No, I'm thinking to sell it. Oh, okay. But sense. if not, <laughs> yeah, I have people who's, who can drive it back. Okay. Yeah. That'd be a long drive. Uh, yes. And <laughs> I drove by myself coming, coming here. here. Yes. Yeah. Two days straight. We, yeah. We <laughs> had a, we slept in Denver and then I drove two days straight. Oh, man. Yes. Yeah, that's a lot of alone thinking time. Well, welcome to the show. Thank you. So why don't you tell us a little bit, a little bit about you and how you got into aviation? So I'm a Romanian. I got into aviation because I had a Romanian friend. She was on the benefits of her husband, and she was telling me like, oh, I go to church on Sunday in New York because she had the benefits, or I would go get a haircut in Florida, or I would go do this and that. I'm like, oh, man, I would love to have that uh, lifestyle. So I applied for every job that opened up for like two years straight because I loved the idea of that lifestyle. And then I got invited to the interview, and I didn't know. What's the position? I googled it, but I I still had an. an you idea. just wanted the airline. Yeah, I just wanted the airline, so I applied for everything basically. And I remember the day vividly when I walked in for the interview that day. He's like, "Oh, we're not hiring for a flight attendant position today." He was making a joke like. Um, oh. Yeah, so I'm like, oh, I know. He's like, do you have an idea what's this job about? I'm like, I'm going to be honest with you. I have no idea. <laughs> I Googled it, but I still have no idea what I'm going to do. And he explained to me, and I'm like, I think my face dropped. <laughs> and he's like, I don't understand if you want to get up and leave right now. But if you stay into the interview, let's see what's going to happen. So I did the interview. I got the job. And two and a half years later. On the ramp in Chicago. On the ramp in Chicago. Okay. And then two years and a half later, after I applied for so many other positions, I got the interview for the flight attendant. So I went to the, to the interview. Everything went well. I went to training. And here I am. My dream came through. I love that. So your dream wasn't working on the ramp forever? No, my dream, <laughs> to be honest, that was my dream, to work as a flight attendant since okay. I know myself. So I've been interviewing for gate agent, for credit union, for yeah anything that was available. Yeah. So, But yeah, I got this job, so I'm so thankful. 
So did you work? Did you work a winter in Chicago? That's what I wanted to know. I did. And you worked a summer in Phoenix. I worked two winters in Chicago. That's why I decided to move, <laughs> no more to move out of there because oh man, it was br- brutal. Yeah. Like the cold. We had a week straight with it would feel like minus forty. Ooh. We would get outside, do a little bit of work, would go back in to get warmed up and come back outside. It was that bad. Did you ever de-ice an airplane? I love de-icing. That was one of my favorite things to do on the ramp, to be honest. De-icing, yes. So what was worth it? Because you've done, did you not mind the summers here? I mean, you didn't, you want to do it forever, but if you had to choose it, you had to do one of the two. You prefer the hot summers over the cold? Yes, I would prefer the hot. I I hate the cold. I love Chicago, though. It's a beautiful city, but winters, oh, man. You don't want to be there outside, especially (laughs) working outside. When did you move to the States? Uh, 13 years ago. Okay. Yes. I moved with my whole family, actually. So we've been in Chicago for the past 12 years, and then I decided to move to Phoenix, me and my sister. So we both quit it on February of 2019, and then we took our first trip to Kenya, oh, Africa, wow. as a mission trip. We had the greatest time there. So there were more than just the two of you on this because it was a mission trip? No, it's, it was me and her. But there we had some friends that they would leave there for six months and come to the States for six months <sighs> on an orphanage with kids. And yes, it was a life-changing experience. I saw your photos. Her photos are on Instagram. Yes. And they're amazing, That your Kenya photos. So was that part of the the new job, or did you do the no. between jobs? That we, was the- we just decided to quit okay. so we can uh, move to Phoenix. But before that, we said, let's take this time and go for a trip. Okay. And that was Kenya for us. How long okay. were you there for? We were there for two weeks. Nice. And then I experienced to go into the um, safari too. Oh my goodness. That's something amazing. If you guys didn't experience, you have to experience a safari tour. It's incredible. Did you see everything? Like I, all the animals? We've seen everything. Because we <gasps> cool. would go really early in the morning and late at night. So I have really cool videos on my phone with the lion eating a zebra and... Uh, the cheetah and the hyenas trying to steal the zebra from the line and all kinds of stuff. It's insane what you can see. Yes. Are your friends still there? Yes, they go back and forth. So they would come to America, uh, work for six months, and then they would go back. Right now, they are building a hospital there for the community in Kenya. So you can go back is what I'm getting I, at. Yes, I can go hey. back. <laughs> and you can take the non-rev lounge with you. Yes, <laughs> we can definitely do that. That sounds fabulous. Yes, You've it, been it was. Our, yeah, I've been to Kenya. A safari, right? Yeah, I did a safari in Kenya with oh. my children. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. How did you like it? Well, I loved it. It was amazing. It's a life, it's life transforming. It is. The whole thing to Kenya was uh, life changing for us. But we had to experience staying in a tent in the safari. I don't know if you stayed in we there. We stayed in a tent one night, but we stayed in the treehouse hotel too. Oh, okay. Was so, that scary? Okay. The tent? 
knowing I, what's out there, kind of like staying in a tent in Alaska with bears everywhere. Yeah, they said, oh, we have electric fence, but oh. we couldn't see any electric fence. <laughs> My sister would freak out. <laughs> she, she couldn't sleep for a night. I, I, I wasn't scared, to be honest. Okay. But she was. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> yeah. That's something we need to do, Monique. Yeah, I don't know if I want the tent part, though. To no, be but, yeah, I think that would scare me, But to see me those too. things. I think I saw some oh, pictures yeah. on your Instagram, right? Some of those animals. Like, was there a giraffe yes, one? Yes, yes. It looks, like, really cool. So and very, you're so close to them. Yeah. In an open car. I'm like, I asked the driver, do you guys have a gun in, in case they attack us? He's like, we have a gun, but not for the animals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I have to admit that when I was looking through your photos, they were so cool. I was like, oh, this is so cool. And I was touching it and I touched it. And all of a sudden I realized I was deep liking all of her photos. So when you go on Instagram, you'll see that I deep liked all your photos. I'm sorry. They were just so no, cool. Thank I just you very much. What did you do, Tom? I deep liked them. Oh, when you go back through like someone, it's yeah. not dirty. What is that? Okay. That means- but what is it? I think that means when you like all the photos that somebody posted, like oh. even though through. they are like, oh, he's like three years Lara ago. Liked, Lara liked, Lara liked, uh-huh. Lara liked, Lara liked, Lara liked, Lara liked. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Your picture's really cool. That's what, oh, just looking through you. them and I just send you, it's, um, you can tell you love to travel. So what is your Instagram? Share it on our thing, but it's, uh, it's L- Larissa L- dot. Larissa dot Mutu. Okay. M-U-T-U. M-U-T-U. Yes. Okay. I'll uh, put that in the show notes. Yeah, okay, so and it's Larissa with two S's, I believe. I have to check, though. It is two S's. I had a passenger today that I asked. I said, well, what's your grandma's last name? Because I need to see if she had a wheelchair. And then she pulled up her grandma's passport and looked at it. And I was like, you don't know your grandma's last name? <laughs> I was so confused. Sure, that's your grandma. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this old lady needs a wheelchair. I'll put it in no matter what. But you don't have to lie to me. <laughs> This week, Lara is going to recurrent training. And I am. Monique, Monique explained to me recurrent training is what is it? Sex, drug, and alcohol. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, it's like I, I said it's just a big party. L.A. to Vegas. Do you remember that show? When oh, I remember L.A. to Vegas. And they went to the, the training, and then they were like, "No, we're we're actually learning things." And they're like, "What is that kind of what it is?" No, it's not like that. But there's there's no drugs. They test them. <laughs> yeah, no. We do get tested. You no, know, no, it's, it is a little p- bit of a party at night because you get to see people, you know, from the other bases. And if you go, every, so I go every year in April. So I pretty much get to see and meet people from other bases that are also April. So I get to talk to them and get to know them. And I follow them on Instagram. We follow each other and talk. Do you uh, go to training with the people you were in class with? No. No. Thank no. Goodness. Because... <laughs> No, no, I, I do go with a girlfriend of mine, Carolyn, that's been on our program, she, our show. But you do tend to go with the same people every year. Because I would love to see my colleagues there every year. You probably will. See, my training date has changed a few times because when I had an additional aircraft, when I added an additional aircraft certification, it'll change your date. So now I'm in April, but most of the people in my class are in May. Oh, Okay. But I like April. It's the first month of recurrent training, so I get a whole new program. And usually, they don't know what they're doing, so you can get out of there pretty quick. <laughs> so you were there for six. You're not current, but you're in your training for six weeks, right? Six weeks, and of then training. you have two days. So what? Two days. What kind of things do you both do? You have to do that she had to do the drills. She had to learn all those drills. Do you get in the pool? 
No, I do not get in the pool. So that's just a one-time thing? That's a one-time thing. Okay. Yeah, so basically they do the same drills we do because we've seen people coming back to training and they have to do the same drills we do. You've seen a lot of old people? Yeah, it's (laughs) impressive they get to do it with walkers. (laughs) (laughs) It's brutal here. It's brutal here. (laughs) (laughs) So it's a lot of the like yelling and... A lot of yelling. Yeah, you have to be loud and authoritative. And you have to use the exact verbiage. The exact verbiage. Mm-hmm. No ad-libbing, adding things no. in? No. You don't seem like you're a loud person. Is it hard I for you to s- scream? No, I screamed. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so instead of saying, uh, saying uh, step out, follow the arrows, I said, go out, follow the arrows. No, you have to retake it. I'm like, I'm sure they understand to so step out, follow the arrows. <laughs> they everything. make her redo it until she says the correct words. Yeah. Step out. Yes. Are you just English-based? Because do they have other languages? Do you speak other? I'm assuming you... Uh, I do speak Romanian, but unfortunately, I'm not, not a speaker for the company. Uh, but we did have uh, people in training, speakers. Okay. Greeks. Do, do we need Romanian speakers? Because that'd be a cool position for you. Not right now. If we're going to have a flight to Bucharest, then oh, yes. Yeah. Then you can do that. It, and I can do that. That would be awesome. It would be awesome. Our airline's getting the new airlines, the 321 XLRs that will go like, not big, but they'll go to some of the smaller markets. I wonder if that's when they would add to. So before COVID happened, they opened up a line to Budapest, which is our neighbor. But uh, I don't know if Romania is going to be on the list. I hope for that, but we never know. Yeah. If if they did open that up, would you want to do that route? Oh, for sure. Because they probably would do it out of like Philadelphia just because it's closer to where I mean, it's probably not going to be Chicago. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I want to be in Chicago for the first year because I'm reserved and I can be home. Oh, it makes sense, yeah. But then I might transfer. To Miami? Miami. Oh, really? Yes, I've heard funny things about Miami, but they have really <laughs> good traveling. Like like they don't wear a shirt under their vest? Yes, they told us that. <laughs> Is See, that what, it's that's, not just me. That's why it's in the handbook. At least for us, yeah. It is. That's yes. so funny. Let's be like someone showed up. <laughs> Only with a vest on. Yes. If you like the he beach probably South really America, good. Miami would be. Really yes. Cool. Yeah. yeah, that's why they have really cool destinations from Miami. So, yeah. but these two have talked about the people going to Miami that are hard it's, to deal with. It's crazy. I you know working our bags. Oh, I hate, we hate Miami below. They hate it above. Yes, it's so funny. You guys hate it below. Why? Yeah, the because bags are they huge. When they saran wrap them, are they tough to hold? Yeah, they're, and they're just heavy. They're just so the much. The heaviest heavier. flight you can work is Miami, and then when they stack the bags, for some reason they do wheels out or so. You grab, wheels nothing out. Nothing to grab. So it's it just yeah, it's weird how they work. Wow. Mm-hmm. I think people take up because we could connect to South America a lot. So they check everything and they check the buy stuff here. So it's not just like a normal size suitcase. It's just, just, just oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They, they, that's it'd be funny downstairs because a few times I was down there and you'd have the internationals like that. They'd come in and they'd just be like loaded with like 60 pounds saran wrapped. And you tell them they have to get 10 pens out. <laughs> and they're like trying to dig through that saran wrap to get crap out. Yeah. And it's a mess. Yeah, that was one of my least favorite work in the yeah, bag room, Miami. Is life on the ramp going to be mad at us because we just dissed his city? No, we do it every week. So <laughs> Sorry, life on but the ramp. But if you're willing to transfer there, then there's a good sign for him. So. Yeah. So what was your favorite thing about training? Uh, Happy hour. Okay. No. 
the best part out of it, I think it's knowing a lot of people and making new friends. Yeah. Because you get so close to them, it's insane. Uh, and the first week they said, oh, you guys, after the third week, you're going to be best friends with these people. I'm like, I don't think so. As <laughs> <laughs> you look around, you no. No, I don't think that's the case. But, oh, you go through so much and then you become best friends with them. Do you, did every single person in your class cry at one point? Yeah, not me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there's crying, there's happy tears, there's laughter. Yeah, it's it's hard when you lose somebody from the class because they don't pass. Or oh, did you lose people? We lose people. How many yes. did you lose? We only lost two because of the tests, and then one she decided to leave on her own. Do you remember the, I said you guys, there was some on Instagram, there was a video of, I think it may not your class, but recently, and then someone was like scanning around and they're like, all the flight attendants are singing in the, the classroom. Do you remember seeing that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And at the very end, there's a guy sitting in the back that just didn't look happy. And I was like, that'd be me. Like, just get me through this. So I can get back to work. <laughs> but they were all so happy that they bent your class in there and they're all waving their hands. And so you could tell that they probably became, even when we do our training for three weeks, those people kind of stay together because you're with those people. Nothing like a six-week you know, training, but just for ramp even, those you kind of know those people longer. Did you have the same thing with reservations or when you train with people for... Yeah, well, because I think res training was, was it six, eight weeks, something like that as well? We didn't like live together, kind of like you yeah. guys didn't have all of our meals and stuff, but you know, you're in class for eight hours a day with them, and so you get to know some people's quirks and their weird things, but... Some people are like, you're done with another people you're friends with still. Yeah. Yeah. And you still have like that camaraderie of like, that's my new hire class. Like some of the people I still work with today. And Laura gets to go back to training and the funerals and all those things. Were <laughs> <The funerals. laughs> I can't wait for those days. <laughs> did you guys have study groups and all that? We did. Night? Yes. So basically you live with them 24 seven. You would go to, to sleep and that's it. The next day you're with them the whole day again so you have to be very focused so basically they took us from the real world we we didn't have much contact with anybody not because they uh told us not to but because you're so focused on everything that you do there and it's it's basically school and then um you come home to the hotel and then you study and you have some online classes that you have to take go to sleep do the same thing next day so we would be downstairs after a week of after we pass the the tests and stuff like that but that's it nothing crazy nothing insane mm-hmm. it sounds like a cult <laughs> just a little bit yeah a little they bit. cut us off from the outside world regulated when we sleeped what we ate <laughs> but it's okay <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was yeah. tough it's intense yeah yes i think people would be interested in hearing that very How cool. her, her story. That's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. All right. So let's get into some of your travel stories. Tell us about some of your favorite places you've been. What did you do there? What what made them so cool? My favorite places were when I didn't plan them. <laughs> I like that. So I in 2020, when COVID hit, I've, I was able to apply for volunteer leave of absent. And I went uh, in Romania for a wedding for my one of my best friend's weddings. And so I didn't plan much. We went to Paris, me and my sister. We loved it. 
the city was a ghost. Nobody in the city. So we had uh, the whole city. So we could have seen a lot of stuff. No people, nowhere. Like it was only a few people on the streets, and that's because it. of COVID. Because of COVID, and I love that about Paris. And then we went to Romania uh, for the wedding, and after the wedding. I've met with new people, we made new friendships, and I ended up going to the mountains. I ended up going to Portugal to and it was such an amazing experience i've i I only planned Paris and Romania, but the most fun thing was uh, the trips we unplanned. so we went to Maramuresh. it's um a really nice place in Romania. So they told us, oh, we're going to drive up the mountain and there's going to be tents and a cabin with a group of people. And we end up not being able to drive up the hill because it was too steep. Okay. And uh, that was by 10 o'clock p.m. So uh, we had to walk all the way up. Oh no! For two hours in the middle of the night, <laughs> with our flashlights from the phone. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like so steep; even the car can't make it. The car couldn't make it on some. Uh, you you would have to have a really special car for the mountains. In this sounds uh, like a nightmare to me. They put all the luggage in the car that could make it up so they could bring everything up the mountain. And then we would walk for like two hours straight. We would walk and they would say a little bit more, a little bit more. <laughs> but the next day when I, we woke up and we've seen the uh, the view from up there. Oh, my God, that was worth it. Even though it was in the middle of the night. But you weren't walking like in wedding shoes, right? No, okay. no, no, no. <laughs> No, because we were prepared to go uh, in the mountains. So, anyways, that was one of my best experiences. Another one with another group of people. We went to Portugal, and we flew to Porto. Okay. And from there, we took a RV and we drove down to Lisbon, and then by the uh, ocean. It was such an amazing experience. And um, I didn't know they're going to ask me to come back to work. So I was in Portugal when I got an email <laughs> that I'm uh, I'm scheduled for Monday to work. <gasps> Ay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my goodness. I had to call and uh, try to change my schedule from morning to afternoon because I, I wouldn't be able to make it back. They gave me the schedule back. So it wasn't unexpected, let's say, so. Yeah, but I made it back. <laughs> I still, I'm still with the company. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you were raised in Romania. Yes. Did you see Europe growing up? Did your parents growing take around, or where? So you said Paris, but that's not for us. That's a long ways away. But for you, that probably wasn't terribly far. Was that? So you didn't get to grow up. We didn't go. We didn't have the chance to okay. travel. Yeah. Only like around our home. So still going to Europe is still new to you. It, it's still new to me, yeah. Very cool. But I've been to places yeah. since I'm here in America. Yeah. While in Romania, I, I didn't I didn't do much. We were kids, so my parents were working. They they didn't take us to see um, Paris. But it's amazing how I can. Uh, right now, uh, my plan is to take my mom to Paris. She she's never been so. 
when I have four days off from work, I'm going to go. Because right now we're flying from Chicago, so I want to go take her to Paris. Okay, I have to ask you, who is your travel companion on my, your benefits? <laughs> so it's a huge fight over my <laughs> benefits. But I put my sister, Alina, because I'm traveling with her. And since I moved her here in Phoenix and I moved back to, to Chicago, I had to give her the benefits <laughs> so she can come <laughs> home. But so I, if you meet someone and they take that, is she going to cry? She's going to cry of for course. sure. Just like Mo did. <laughs> she yeah. was on my benefits, my registered guest. Okay. Before she got a job. And then when I met my wife, then she talked about it the show. She cried in the parking lot when she found out. <laughs> Even though you knew it was coming. It wasn't yeah, like, it's, I just it's like, still a little Why? triggering though to hear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's had a trigger point for you. <laughs> for sure. Like, I still remember where I was at that Best Buy parking lot when he called. Yeah, but for you, it was easy. She was, she's your only sister? I have another one, but oh, okay. she doesn't travel as much. And we used to go all the time. But all of a sudden, it was just like... Because I got nine siblings. Imagine that. Oh, imagine. And they would all love them. Oh, my God. They <laughs> love traveling. You say, uh, you have her for one year, you have her for a year? I yes, it's a little bit tough. I mean... Uh, the so it's just who you like the most? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm thinking like the boys, they have a business. They can... I can give them the... Uh, passes. body passes yeah. going to Europe they fly business I give them the really good flights so they can make it on business but traveling here in the states I'm traveling with Alina so why should I give the benefits to Christy let's say instead my brother who's uh, who's working or who has a business and he's not gonna come with me to Honolulu for a weekend you know yeah and I don't I don't like to travel by myself so do you feel now that you're a flight attendant, you'll have more time to travel? I think so. I, th- I think so too. Where is where do you want it to go the most now? But where do you want a non-rev to? Do you have a bucket list? I love Hawaii. <sighs> Me too. That's yeah. you, you fit right in this podcast, girl. <laughs> <laughs> we left like it's, twenty open seats to Maui today. Really? Yeah. I I'm going to Hawaii at least twice a year. That's it's something that I want to do every year. This year I've been to Maui for the first time, but I need to see Kauai. 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 Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. That's one of the islands. Uh, That's my favorite my island. List. I've, I've heard a lot of people saying that, so I need to go see it. So if I would have a few days off, yes, I will go there. But first I want to take my mom to Paris. Yes. Yes. Do you tell her to pack a bag? And if you ever get called reserve, you can just say, let's go. Oh, I told her that. Okay. She knows. Yes. <laughs> no, and I am trying to teach her how to pack light. <laughs> she needs to take a class from my parents. Our our folks are really good at packing light. Well, mom, when my mom goes to Hawaii, she always packs a light vest. She, that is true. <laughs> but I think but they've done. She does. When they did vest. London for when she was it like ten to oh, ten days, yeah. two weeks. All they took was backpacks. Both mom had a backpack, dad had a backpack. Yeah, they do a good job. So, so. yeah. They're good at it. Nice. I was good. My wife and I were good. And then we had kids and it got awful. (laughs) (laughs) Now you have six bags. I know. Well, so we're going to go pack up Zachy to come home in a few weeks at the first of May. Yeah. So we're just going to take like giant suitcases with us. Empty, empty. Empty. And Uh then load them up and bring them back home with us. Yeah. Because pretty much we're going to move him with just our benefits. That's a good idea. 
Okay, so tell us a little bit about Romania and how has the war in that part of the country affected you? So we live really close to the border of Ukraine. It's like, I think, 20 miles away. So we had a lot of people coming through the borders. My brother and the church that I grew up in, they took people like to help them out. They They would not stay in Romania, but for a few days... They needed uh, food and a place to sleep so they can go wherever they have family in in Europe. So it's not affected by the war itself. I mean, they are not scared about their lives, but it's affected by the people coming in, a lot of people. But the Romanians are really good, so they helped a lot. I love that. I've, yes. I've seen that on Instagram. Yeah, so we when we talked, we met, kind of talked in, was it after December, so beginning of the year, and then things happened, and I, I, was, I was hoping I'd run into you, I could ask kind of what your thoughts were, just because of your, you still have family back there, right? Yes, my brother and his family still in Rados. So just kind of what your thoughts were being so close to this stuff happening, because we're so far away from it. I was curious it's pretty much what, on what, TV yeah. for us, yeah. Yeah, so for us, it's more real, but... uh that's all good. That's good. Nothing crazy going on right now. If if we were to go to Romania, what do you what should we see? What would you tell us to make sure we do and see? If you like the city life, uh, I would suggest Bucharest, Cluj, Sibiu, Brasov. Uh, they have really good uh, coffee shops. I'm into coffee, so and you can see a lot of castles. If you go to the part that I am from, Bukovina, you can see the monasteries, it's churches, I don't uh-huh. know. Yeah. The monastery, okay, sure. yeah. And the landscaping in Romania, it's amazing. One of the most that you need to see is Transfagarashan. It's a road through the mountains. It's a paved mountain road crossing the mountains. It's really cool to see and drive it. It goes really high, like if you did Maui, the highest top in Maui. Haleakala? Yes, and you're on top of the clouds. That's Transfagarashan for us. You can drive on top of the clouds. Very cool. It's really cool, yes. And it's really curvy. And the cars make it, you don't have to hike the last little bit? You don't have to hike. No, it's only, it's a driving yeah, you can look it up. Dri- I'd have to be the driver, or I definitely have to take Dranamine because I think I'd get so <laughs> All sick. Those turns. Oh, you're gonna yeah. get sick. Yeah, for sure. So is there is a, a very touristy? It is. Is, is it okay? It is. Yes. Because there's no from the states. There's no airlines that fly nonstop into Romania, right? No. So because you told me they usually fly into Amsterdam or Paris or London and then hop on one of the airlines that will go in, but yes. Okay. So you'd have to take another airline to Romania. And there's not they don't have their own big airline that comes to the states, right? They have a big airline, it's that own. They used to fly to uh, Chicago straight okay. flight, but they took it out a few years ago. Yeah. They don't have it anymore. That's why I don't know much about Romania. I remember when you told me I remember looking up that night and be like, where is it exactly? To kind of like get a feel. So it sounds really pretty though. It's a it's a beautiful co- country. We have mountains. We have a sea. We have really good food. Oh yeah. <laughs> what should I eat? Okay, so one of my favorite desserts is papanash. It's like a 
donut dough, but mm. in the dough you have cheese and it's a hot oh, dessert. And hot. they put yeah, they put jam and a little bit of sour cream on top. It's one of the best desserts you can have in Romania. That sounds really good. Yes. When I talk about it, it's it makes me feel uh as, as alive. <laughs> <laughs> so we thought we would go around and give you our advice on for being the new flight attendant. We're going to give you advice. Thank you. <laughs> and you can either take it or... Yes. Because coming from one a, of the three has done the training, so we know a lot about being flight attendants. Well, I would use to come from like a gate agent perspective. Oh, okay. Not to tell her how to do it. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I'm a good critique of flight attendants. Oh, yes. That's his <laughs> ultimate job. Well, that's why last weekend I flew on our airline and then I flew on JetBlue and... The guy that did us was nice, but he was just kind of old and crusty. So, I, but the fight, the blue jet blue ones were so nice. So and young, were they young? They were young, but I mean, you're been with the company for a few years, and you were nice, and you were not that crusty. Oh, thank you. That, that I know about crusty. What, but but our friend Brittany was talking about a Phoenix space crew. She said they were the nicest, right? Oh, they. She did say that out of when she when she flies on an airline, the Phoenix space crews are the nicest. So, and I did have a passenger just last night. He's an EP for us. He flies us all the time. And he said to me, he goes, you're old America West, aren't you? You could tell. And I said, yeah, I am. Oh, totally. You can tell yeah. when they're America West. Yeah. So my advice would just be. Stay nice. Yeah. Stay, stay nice. Young. Don't let the, <laughs> get involved with the, the old crusty side. So you're going to be great though. Thank you. Well, as I say, let your gate agents board five minutes early. They will love you. Really? For the plane, like <laughs> when, you, when you're flying or when you're working? When you're working. When when she's working and they come down and they say like, is I, it okay if we board early? Because um, we have five wheelchairs. Yeah. But then the rest of your crew is going to be mad at you and they're going to pull the contract card on you. So it's <laughs> going to be a thin line you're going to have to walk. <laughs> I always say, what, what, come what? on, we're on our way home. Don't you want to get home? It is interesting. You can tell when a crew is going home. For sure, because you'll go down and say, like, can we board on time? And they'll go, come early. And you're like, <laughs> you're going home, aren't you? And they're like, yeah, we want to get out of here. <laughs> but That's that, good. That's good to know. Thank you. I mean, you really don't have to let us go early. It's just today we literally had one sit and she didn't let him cross the threshold because she was watching on her watch. Oh. And then she said, now they can come on. I'm and it was so like, sorry. just oh. like, we've got four wheelchairs all lined up. Can It probably was only like 20, 30 seconds as well, but it just... Sorry. Larissa and I both say sorry. Yes. But I, but I mean, it's, with your contract, I get it, but it's just, it's a little frustrating sometimes as, as gate agents. Yeah, but they tell us uh, to close that door on time. So if we're going to board earlier a little bit, then for sure you're going to close the door on time. Yeah. So yeah, it's a win-win, I think. I don't know. Well, and my advice to you. Um, as a seasoned flight attendant and you as a new one, to remember that you can sleep when you're dead. So when you're on that overnight, you make the best of your overnight. Oh. I don't care if it's a 12-hour overnight. If you're downtown, go out and take a look. As long as you're safe. Oh, I like as that. As long as you're safe. Yeah. I like Because I say that all the time to my crew. I go, let's go do this and that. And they're like, oh, no, I'm so tired. I'm tired. I'm like, sleep when you're dead. I like that. Yes. My crew that I flew with last night, They've been flying together all month. They've been together. And they bring their food and they have what's called a hot logic. A hot logic. It's like a little crock pot. And you 
bring it and you put your glass container in it and you plug it in and then it warms your food for you. So you can go like watch a movie or something then have dinner. Okay, where are you at? In your room having dinner that you brought. Okay, so they're all like, oh, we have a hot logic dinners. And I'm like, (laughs) okay, the Boston Marathon is going on right now. I say we go down there and take a look. It's around the corner. It's less than a block from our hotel. Let's go look. So I got them up and out and we went out there and we cheered for the Boston Marathon. Okay, they were just going to go to their room and eat hot logic. Oh man! And then Come I on. got then I got them to drink a beer because I'm like, oh no, we're having a beer. <laughs> we're going to have a beer. Now, oh, I, I'm tired and I'm I'm, I'm pre diabetic. I might get oh <laughs> like okay. You know what? Then you can have a glass of wine. Oh okay, <laughs> that's legit. <laughs> yeah. And so we did and we did something, but I it was like pulling teeth. No, I want to do the best of my layovers. Yeah, and whenever I have a new, when I fly with someone new like you, I always do the van tip for them. I always pick up their van tip both ways. Oh, you, you like mean money. Like you. Yeah. Tip, okay. We always tip the van driver when they bring our luggage. Um, I've gone up to $2 because my goodness, you know, you never know. Yeah. It's, it should be $2 and you still have pilots that pass a dollar to the van driver. Well, they don't make very much Laura. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so, and then I'll do, I'll do the new, the new persons. So, oh, that's sweet. you know, like welcome to the company. I got your van tip. Oh, nice. Yeah. I thought yours was going to be, don't have headphones in when she's doing the car service. Oh, <laughs> this girl is not going to be like that. <laughs> no. She worked with someone, right? Uh-huh. The fight didn't have the head, like, earbuds in. Uh-huh. Was yeah. I've heard these stories, but I've never seen one, to be honest. And I've been traveling a lot. Mm-hmm. How would you even hear to take or Was it? Yeah. How would I you even hear? Know. I don't know. Or what, what you told someone? She didn't even care. She's just like, here's a spray. She said a fight then <laughs> came on when she deadheading and she had like a big... Oh no, she was. There was the girl working there for one of our flights. It was like right before we changed over uniforms, so everyone was just wearing everything, anything they wanted because the uniform was toxic. So yeah, they were. and I think she had on a pink like fuzzy jacket, and she was wearing beats, and she had like big hoop earrings, I think, in it as well. Was she snapping gum? Probably, but I remember like she went to like badge in with us, and we were like taken back because we were like wait you're working this way and she was like yeah i'm your one <laughs> we were like okay well you're working something sister because <laughs> <laughs> you were not in uniform at all like no one has any clue i don't think she had a scarf on anyway it was it was oh. bizarre i don't know if any of that helped but those no, are it, our tips for it, you it did help thank you <laughs> <laughs> she's gonna go back and say they're crazy <laughs> no i think they you guys gave me really good tips all right. Do you have any funny or embarrassing stories from your travels? Oh, my goodness. So due to COVID-19, <laughs> <laughs> I was traveling to Honolulu between uh, Christmas and New Year's. So we ordered the kit for the test and everything at home because everything was high and close and you couldn't get to uh, Walgreens and do a test because they didn't have anything available. So we took the test and we board the plane from Chicago to Honolulu, nine hours straight. Uh, it's nice because it was COVID, so nobody was traveling. So we got business class, me and my sister and my brother. And we arrived there and our test didn't come up. <gasps> our oh, results. No. And we waited in the airport my brother is like, oh, no, I'm, uh, my test is going to come in a few minutes. I'm, I'm telling you this. My sister, Alina, she's like, yeah, my test is going to come in a few minutes. I'm telling you this. <laughs> and I'm like, I have to go back to, to the main island. And they were like, 
we're speaking life in life in uh, we're speaking life into the world. So if you say that, you might have to go back. And guess what? My test didn't come. So <gasps> either I would stay there and be quarantined, or I would fly back to the main island and come back. So I've decided to go back. So I flew back to LA. And, and and then from LA to Honolulu, and I stayed in Hawaii for the week, <laughs> but I had wow. to fly twenty hours. So you had to fly to LA to get a new test. No, I I got my results, but they couldn't do anything about it. When I left Honolulu, I already had my results. Okay, I told the guy, "Can you please do this for me? So put me in the system that I have the results and take out the quarantine." He's like, no, I cannot do that. You have to leave the island in order to come back and not quarantine. So I had to leave the island and come back. Wow. Well, that doesn't make any sense. Then. You're it like, doesn't make any I'm sense. I'm going to be more exposed by making me leave again. Yes. Yeah, so I had, I had to fly back. But wow. I flew business coming back, going <laughs> to L.A., coming back to Honolulu. Well, it was a 20-hour trip, though. But meanwhile, your brother and sister... They were, they were there. They were living they their best the, life still Yeah, there. they got the results, like they said. <laughs> they put that out in the universe. They put that out, so yes. So yeah. you couldn't have just gone to Maui and then No, back? you okay. can't go to the other island. So I'm just connecting. Okay. You have to yes, go to mainland. To the mainland. It was crazy. <laughs> That's a good story. But I, I've done it. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. The the good old days of COVID when flights were empty, you could just hop on them back and forth and get all that business I don't know class if too. it's good to say, but 2020 for me was the best year. Yes, I was I was traveling by myself. I had a flight with three other people, and it was four flight attendants, more flight attendants than people in the wow. plane. Yeah, but I crazy. traveled a lot. Yeah, it was. I still look back at that. That was like the golden time. I never looked at flights. It was hard to get places. I mean, as far as there's more restrictions, but just getting on planes, there were there was a lot of open flights. So yeah. I wish COVID would come back. <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't. No, because no. today was the no, first day at work with no masks. I know. I, I, it was but there, there was there was some nice things about non-revving during COVID. Yeah, but that's about it. But now we can go to Australia. We couldn't go to Australia then, so there's things like that. Do you have any tips that you've learned non-revving and traveling over the last couple of years? Yes. The best tip is pack light. Good. <laughs> because uh, I was going to, I, I went to Prague and then to Vienna and then Romania. And my sister decided to buy gifts for everybody in Romania. So we had two huge <laughs> suitcases. And we had to take the train from Prague to Vienna. I was in, in downtown Vienna with like two huge baggages. <laughs> I'm like, Alina, I'm not going to do this again. <laughs> no more. So right now, I'm traveling to Europe with a carry-on in a backpack. That's it. I've learned my lesson. <laughs> Your gifts can be postcards now? Postcards, yeah. yes. And, and that's the memories it. you make. <laughs> yes. And uh, another tip. Be open to any destination. Make your bag, but be open to change it. It's um, be open to a layover if the flight looks better from there to whatever destination you have. If you can fly business from Charlotte, be open to go to Charlotte, even though it's a layover. It doesn't matter. Yeah, that's so, good advice, actually. For me, someone like me, that's hard for me to look outside the box. 
Yeah, as an unraveling, I'm looking to fly business as much as I can, if, especially if I go to Europe because it's it's a long flight. Oh, we we preach that all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we talk about yeah, we take some weird routings. Even last weekend to, to New York, I flew to Orange County first to get the lay flat to New York, and then back I went JetBlue to San Francisco to get the lay flat. But did you get the three uh, the Airbus T? Yeah, that's what. Oh, nice. I I want to go for that experience only. I have to go to New York to, from New York to California. That's what I've looked back and I haven't flown across the country in the back in like two years because I always go the other to New York or San Francisco. So it's been a while since I've flown in the back just because I, I chase them. Aren't you posh? I, I didn't even know we had that plane until now training or till training. I love that. I mean, we never like see I it through to. Phoenix. It never comes. No, because it's yeah. it's going from New York or to Chicago, California, yeah, yeah. and that's it. Those are good tips, though. That's it. I think that a lot of people good to just get a, be a look at everything. And I know that you talked about Z fares, right? And yes. probably because some of you kind of have to to go to Romania because we said there's no one that flies there. But there's a lot of people that. They won't even consider them. They would rather fly on the airline for four random flights than use a Z fare to get places. But no, Z is a really good f- feature for us. Yeah. As a non-revs, for me especially, like you said, when I go to Romania, I have to use them. But I, I, I use them here in America too. Yeah. Because sometimes it's really booked, so you have to use all some the, other. Yeah. In the, right now, our domestically, we're all the airlines are very full. So getting that's even looking. At traveling this summer, I'm looking to go to Europe, and it's like getting to one of our hubs to get on a flight to get to Europe is the harder thing than getting on some of those long haul flights. So, so we just need more here in Phoenix, but mm-hmm. you're going to be gone. You'll have more in Chicago to <laughs> enjoy. I'm excited for you to be in Chicago with all those destinations. Yeah, it's really easy to travel from Chicago. Mm-hmm. It's really easy. I love that about Chicago. They're going to miss you here in the summer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to miss the summer, though. <laughs> Every summer I say, why do I live here? It's awful. But, <laughs> but where to go? To Chicago? <laughs> Just get out of Phoenix for the winter, summer, then come back. Oh, yeah, that would be awesome. That's what's great about our job, though, right? I mean, that we can go to San Francisco for the day and have lunch or go to see it. Just get out of the heat for a day. Sometimes just make it makes it okay. Or go to Egypt. Yep. It's going to be hot there, though, too. It's going to be so hot. I know. I know it's going to be hot. Can you turn on next? No. No, but I have to be covered. My yeah. arms and legs have to be covered. That's so I've got, I've been buying a lot of linen on Amazon. Perfect. Nice. Well, thanks for joining us on our show. On our oh, podcast. Thank you. Thank you for being our guest. You're a, you're a very good guest. Thank you so much. Yeah. It was it was amazing. I loved it. Yeah, this was fun. Thank you for coming on. And, and, wel- and welcome to Fly Attendant Life. <laughs> thank you. Don't get a hot logic. <laughs> we'll have okay. links to your Instagram on our, our show notes. And you have TikTok. Do you want to put it? Want us to put links to that too? Yeah, we can do TikTok too. What's your TikTok? I'm um, I'm new at TikTok. I know Monique has. I don't. I haven't got into the TikTok before. Monique does, and I know there's a bunch of our listeners that do TikTok. I'll 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 get that for you. Oh yeah, it's Larissa M. Dot fourteen. Dot fourteen. Hmm. Well, go yeah, go follow her there, and you can see because you do have a lot of amazing pictures, and you love to travel and. Just looking through some of your stuff, I was like, yeah, she's going to be perfect. So, Yes, thank you. And thanks for all our listeners for listening and for reaching out to us and commenting on everything and sharing. We love seeing all your trips that people take. And so I uh, appreciate it. And, you know, so we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.